Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Listen Carefully, the podcast by Magic Moments Play. I am so grateful that you are tuning in today, and I would just love to know what prompted you to start listening, and if if it is just something you are checking out, um, let me know. Let me know how you found this podcast and what it is that you are hoping um, and intending for. So set your intention for today, whether it's to be open and curious, whether it's to learn something, whether it's to um, just take it in, whatever it is for you, um, take a minute to set that and we will dive right in. Today we're talking about how limiting beliefs and ways that we have lived our lives um, are valid because that's what's true for us, right? If there is a self-fulfilling prophecy that we continue to name and give a voice to and give power to and allow it to be true, it certainly will be. And we will certainly see that um, as an impact on our lives. And so when we say, things out loud that correspond to our belief systems when we say, I can do it. What that does is it reinforces that we believe we can and that we believe we will and that we believe that it certainly will happen for us. Um, And whether or not we truly believe it or not, it is the story that we tell ourselves. So it's like that quote that says, whether believe we, whether we believe we can or can't, we are right. And I find so much power and enrichment in that only because it speaks to the power of the mind. And whenever we're on this journey to self, whenever we are ready to voice and name our beliefs aloud, whether that's to fully embody what we're working on, whether we've implemented strategies and beliefs and um, integrating our learnings, what becomes the powerful action with that is taking action. And as I am alongside you, as I continue to up level, and as I am alongside you, continuing to learn and grow and challenge my beliefs and remind myself of the beliefs I'm carrying that may, may no longer serve me, I remember that it is okay for me to let go. So my question for you today is, you know, what would you be if you stopped waiting for permission? Where would you be if you stopped waiting for permission? Who would you be if you stopped waiting for the permission? And permission slips can look all sorts of ways. We might um, be waiting for external validation. We might be waiting for a promotion. We might be waiting for um, a graduation. We might be waiting for a certain timeline to give ourselves permission. And I've certainly done that in my life. I, you know, went to school and that was my permission slip to do what I wanted to do. And it certainly gives a lot of permission to allow me to do what I want. But 
are there systems that um, do not require our permission? And if it isn't on that level of getting a degree or going through a program or refining your education or mastering your skills, if it's not along those lines and if it's just along the lines of day to day, who would you be if you stopped waiting for permission? And who would you be if you were the one to give yourself the permission to live your wildest dreams, meet your wildest dreams, and expand into even knowing what your wildest dreams could even look like, right? Um, sometimes we don't even know what our wildest dreams could be because we haven't even imagined or given ourselves space to create that, even if it is something that feels really far out there or really far-fetched. Um, but it's so cool to embody just even just tickling our minds to even just go there because what we tend to do as humans is see our external regulators and see our external influences and see our external regulators, whether that's our parents or caregivers. And when we see what's modeled to us, that sometimes can be what we believe is possible. Sometimes it's even hard for us to see past that in terms of what could be created if an adult or an authority figure in our world tells us it's not possible or that certain things have to be done first you know it can be tricky to give ourselves that permission slip and maybe it's beneficial to go through certain ideals or values or ways first which is amazing right like it does take that experience and that practice for sure but when it comes to what we're able to access and how we're able to provide, you know, something for the world, sometimes it can be more challenging to put ourselves out there in that sense where we give ourselves the permission that we have been waiting for. So if you have a journal near, I want you to write that down and say, you know, who would I be if I stopped waiting for permission? And you can even just write it down and not look at it ever again. You can write it down and come back to it later. You can just think about it and see what sparks, see what comes up. Maybe it doesn't feel true for you and that's okay too. But whatever it is igniting or perhaps um, inspiring within you, I really want you to lean into that because I'm here to tell you that you can do whatever it is that you set your heart to, even if there's nobody that's done it before. That's where it takes a lot of courage and feels scary and vulnerable because you're putting yourself out there. It's risky and you don't even know if it can be done, right? You don't even know if it's possible. And I think that's another theme that we are not so familiar with is this um, fear of failure because we don't practice failing. What happens in our society when we fail? We get humiliated. We're told that we didn't try hard enough. We're shunned or shamed or, or maybe we internalize that on our own based on prior experiences that we've had where we weren't necessarily allowed to mess up and there wasn't so much room for error. You know, I think about how um, we have to fall in line so much, especially growing up, um, pushing through in school and that kind of thing. Um, it reminds me of like that bubble that has like 
you know, studying, being social and getting enough sleep. And it says you can only pick two, you know, where it's like, oh, where's the world where all three can exist? Why does it mean that we have to sacrifice one thing in order to benefit from the other? And we definitely praise um, hard work ethic and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that in order to have a sustainable life, it's crucial that we have balance. And so, yeah, it's, it's a big deal to, you know, be able to choose yourself while you're going through things with the crowd and while you're, um, you know, deciding what you want and deciding, um, you know, where you want your life to go and just envisioning the people you'll cross paths with. And, you know, you never really know how your impact is going to affect others and how it might um, change the way that people see the world. So yeah, it's, it's definitely up for me as well right now. It's that time to kind of break out of the boxes, break out of the labels, um, you know, deciding that it's just time to be the only one that cares about whatever I'm thinking, doing, being, and that, you know, if people aren't agreeing with what I'm doing, thinking, or being, can I be okay with that? Like, does it matter what other people think, feel, and care about me? Or is it enough of what I care about myself? Is it enough that I've got me, even if everyone else um, doesn't think the same thing or um, isn't into it? So that's my edge right now is, you know, being able to be in my integrity, being able to speak my truth. And even if that means that people don't like what I have to say or aren't going to want to hear it, Um, I get to voice it and say it for myself. And by saying it out loud, I give power to it and I give others permission to do the same. It's kind of like when, you know, the one person is saying the thing that everyone's feeling. And as soon as they say it, it's like, oh my gosh, like, thank goodness. You know, like we were all feeling it and, you know, as soon as someone says something, right, it doesn't mean that things are going to change. It just means that you say the thing to take care of yourself. And then you take an action that's aligned with um, what you're wanting and needing. Like, also, what are you willing to put up with, like, in the way of that? Like, where are you settling your time and energy? Where are you spending those components where it doesn't fully feel aligned and it doesn't fully serve you in your authenticity. Because I guarantee there is always another way. There is always another avenue to get to where you're going. And it doesn't always have to be a way of suffering or struggling through. I think we glamorize, um, you know, overworking and overproducing and just working over, over, over in this hard fashioned way um, where we believe that we have to do more to earn more. And what I've been challenging currently is um, 
receiving more and not having to grind in the sense of work, but getting to work in the sense of aligning with what it is that I value and can put into the world and to be divinely compensated for those things. And it's amazing what like a few tweaks can do for that. And it's amazing what, um, you know, settling into something different can do and change and kind of cultivate that space for things to look different and to cultivate that space for our perception to shift, right? It's kind of exhilarating to show yourself that things can be done in a different way and to know that actually, you know, you get to be the creator of your own reality. Um, It's interesting to me that when we evolve and when we redirect, we must go that we must go that we must go through this you know choice of choosing ourselves not only once but time and time and time and time again and what does choosing ourselves look like well it sometimes it looks like holding ourselves by the hand whether it's our higher self talking to our current self and just reminding ourselves of where we've been and what we've been through and the adversities we've faced and the growth that we've achieved. So whether that's looking back at past journals or whether that's looking back at past events or past um, achievements or markings of time that we've gone through, you know, for me, I love looking back at photos because I can really see my essence in that photo or see my current reality and remember that time of the way that things were that way. Um, It's quite, quite fascinating to me to remember, you know, where I've been because a lot of the time that's what choosing myself looks like is reminding myself of where I've been and reminding myself of where I'm headed and reminding myself that because I did that and because I came this far means that I can just as much continue to go and to grow. And, you know, like not needing anybody else's approval. So I know when it comes to parenting, this is a really big piece too. I know a lot of the parents that I work with are very um, overwhelmed and vulnerable when it comes to what others may think of them. Whether it's a situation when they're out in public and they feel like they perhaps could be um, humiliated or embarrassed, or whether it's family and friends giving them parenting advice or perhaps commenting on their parenting style or their choices. Um, It's this piece of not needing anybody else's approval, right? It's this piece where we get to say, for example, wow, thank you so much. Thank you for noticing. I really, really appreciate your feedback, but I'm actually going to try something different. I'm coming from this approach where I actually would like to see what it's like for us to have an equal power dynamic rather than a power struggle, right? Because a lot of the old paradigm and the old ways of parenting where when we feel stuck is we go into the power struggle where we assert our power over because we feel powerless. So for us to stand there and say, I'm in charge, listen to me, do it this way, do it in this timing, 
kind of puts a lot of stress on our kids. And when we're already feeling powerless because we have to exert ourselves in that way, one, it doesn't feel good for us. It's just a pattern and we don't know anything different. And two, it doesn't feel good for our children either. They're also feeling perhaps powerless, out of control. Um, and they're feeling like um, not only do they have that feeling, but now they're resentful for the way that the power struggle is continuing. And so when we're in a situation like that, where we don't need approval from others, what we can do is think outside of the box, actually get to be in a place where we're side by side and we get to say, you know what? I don't actually know how to get this done either. Like what's next? What do you, what do you think we need to do next? Right? Like empowering our children to make those choices with us and showing them that we don't have all the answers all of the time and showing them that actually their ideas and opinions are valued and matter too. And perhaps maybe it does take the both of us to work together to actually make movement and create some stride. Because a lot of the time when kids do not feel as though their opinions count or their ideas matter, when it comes into those real life situations where as parents, we feel overwhelmed. And so we assert our power and effort to feel um, like we have it together and have our, you know, we're on top of it, right? Like, because we've been so ingrained and conditioned to really, really value what others think of us. And perhaps at the risk of others um, not approving us and not being able to understand our methods, we get to actually deepen the relationship with our kids. So because of choosing to do something differently, it does come with that price of discomfort. It comes with that price of maybe getting a little pushback, maybe getting a little um, discrepancy or, you know, a little, um, a little bit of disagreement and that gets to be okay, right? We get to invite the discomfort on the level that feels most aligned with growing and moving through. So in our evolution, we get to have this um, refinement and we get to, you know, be gentle with our process. We get to speak kindly to ourselves. We get to encourage our children to envision their dreams and to talk about their fantasies and to let us know about what they're, they're feeling, right? If we are so black and white all of the time and we're in charge all of the time, right? Because I believe as parents that yes, we do need to set our boundaries and we need to set our structure. But I think we also have a lot of room to be more creative and to slow things down to the point where we get to tickle our brains and where we get to like imagine something so far out that, you know, maybe it doesn't happen day to day, but that we can actually entertain and lean into, right? So again, you know, just because you've been doing things a certain way doesn't mean they always have to be done that same way. And with creative solutions, you get to do that with your kids. You get to ask for what you want and ask what they want and actually create that together because it's going to exist outside of the box. That's just how it goes. And that's just, you know, what truly feels good.
So when we anticipate failing and when we anticipate messing up and when we anticipate the bumps in the road, we get to um, name those and we get to acknowledge that we're doing things anyways and that we're continuing anyways, even though something has slowed us down. Because the real lesson in that is by finding and figuring out what it is that's um, the purpose of being slowed down. Otherwise, we are going to miss that chance to kind of reinvent where we're going. So remember, when it comes to parenting, there is an exchange that happens. And when you set up the space for giving, you also create that portal for receiving. And so when you also set up the space for, you know, having your children give their ideas and give their hopes and dreams, then it always um, returns and, and they always have more to teach. They always have so much to show. Um, sometimes to the point where it kind of knocks us off our socks and we're like, whoa, I had no idea that's what you were thinking or feeling or believing at that point in time. So yeah, there's a lot happening when it comes to um, recreating, you know, paving the way for yourself and allowing yourself to get excited about, um, you know, how you hold that place, right? It requires us to create strong boundaries. It requires us to protect our energy. It requires this intentional um, access point and intentional choice around how we're spending our energy how we're spending our time, right? We're not comparing ourselves to how maybe others do it, but we get to model and show the ways that we're choosing to do it and that that gets to be okay. It gets to be okay for multiple truths to exist. And it doesn't mean that everyone's going to agree. It just means that the ones who will and do will just show up and will align because the more narrowed down you get to your own alignment and your own purpose, the more of an impact that you can make for your kids. So instead of kind of going with um, the ways that create um, us to internalize our feelings without, you know, being able to feel safe enough to be vulnerable in front of our kids and those old patterns where we hold things in, just know that there is another way to gracefully carry yourself and express and take care of what you need to do for you to be present, which comes with setting boundaries and it comes with, you know, being your own trailblazer and it comes with being different, doing things different, and maybe marching to the beat of your own drum, maybe going on a path that no one has ever paved in your family before. Maybe this is not how parenting's been done in past generations. Maybe your whole lineage 
adopted a style that was, um, you know, rooted in fear and control. And now you're breaking away from that, trying to do something different. Maybe that gets to be okay. Maybe that gets to be as painful as it was and it gets to transform and it gets to change, but it also gets to come with all feelings. So we get to light our own way in that sense. And that's what allows us to be in our actual, true, authentic, genuine power, rather than this illusion of a power struggle that we're controlling and manipulating based on um, the abuse of our power and the threats and the bribes and all of those things that, you know, as parents, we do when we feel insecure and out of options, right? So in effort to, um, you know, not get there, but also know that it's okay to not be perfect because you won't be, what, what will happen is that you will just continue to build your awareness around the ways that um, you're needing to hold that control or that you're feeling the need to have things go at a certain pace or go a certain way and getting to learn, you know, how you surprise yourself too, because that's what it's all about. It's about um, slowing yourself down enough, seeing yourself, allowing your children to be seen, right? So in the course of this week, I want you to think about your limiting beliefs. I want you to write out all of the things that, that you live your life by, the beliefs that structure your day the beliefs that structure your month, the, the beliefs that structure your year, you know, all things that you believe in. And I want you to go through that and see if any of those beliefs are not serving you anymore. And then make a category of the ones that feel hard to let go of because of patterning and then make a list of the ones that feel easier to let go of, um, but the, also the beliefs that are holding you back from letting go of them. And then make a list of the ones you're not ready to let go of yet. And it doesn't matter, right? There's no judgment on where any of these beliefs fall. It just gets to show you where you're currently um, relating and where you're currently operating from. And who knows what else can come up when you dive into this? Who knows what else will come up to the surface or where, what track your mind will go on? And, you know, it can inspire a lot. So I am here for you. You can lean on me and I will talk to you soon. I hope you take such good care of yourselves, of your family, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.